0: Welcome once again to Leto's Law. Here's Steve Leto. Christoph tipped me off to a story out of Philadelphia. I did a story about this a long, long time ago, about the idea that you park your car on the streets of Philadelphia, you go out to look for your car the next day, and it's gone. You think your car was stolen, but it was actually towed by the authorities, but they didn't take it to an impound lot. They simply towed it someplace else and put it back on the street, and they'll often put it in an illegal parking spot where it will then get ticketed. But you didn't park it there. They did. So the story has a good ending. At least it looks like it's getting one. From Inquirer.com by William Bender. Philly now pays $30,000 to two of these towing victims, but a class action lawsuit is continuing. Interesting how this is working out. The city has settled with two people whose cars were towed from legal parking spots and then put into illegal parking spots, and then ticketed. Two others, however, have turned down the offer. So there's a class action lawsuit. When you file a class action lawsuit, it's not automatically certified as a class. You have to make allegations that your class certification would be appropriate. But one thing that defendants often do is if they are fearful of a big class action, they'll find out who the representative members of the class are because they're named plaintiffs, right? And working with the attorneys go, look, we'll just settle with these people directly. And if you settle out with the people who would have been the class reps, well, then there might not be a class action unless they find more class reps. And the question is, how many class reps do you have potentially and how much are they willing to pay? So there were four people who brought this suit and it looks like the city offered each of them $15,000. To drop their portion of the suit in the hopes that if all four of them dropped it, the class action might go away. But of course, if this were to get publicized, anybody else who's had this happen to them in Philadelphia could contact these attorneys and say, Hey, you know, I want in on that. So we'll see what happens. But in November of 2020, Matt Allen's car mysteriously disappeared from his parking spot on a street near his South Philadelphia home. Now, he's been around long enough, as they say, to know what happened. His car wasn't stolen. It had been courtesy towed. They called it a courtesy tow. As a courtesy to you, we'll tow it and put it someplace else. Now, that's happened to him twice. Twice. And, And so it had happened to him before he knew that. But courtesy tow is a euphemism for relocation towing. When the police department, the Philadelphia Parking Authority, or a private towing company moves vehicles from legal parking spots because of special events, construction, or emergency. So let's suppose there's going to be a parade a week from now, and you park your car legally. And they come by later and go, oh, it's going to be a parade. This car needs to be moved. They take your car, and they tow it, and they put it in a no-parking spot, where it then racks up tickets. So that's one example. Now, the problem is the city does not have a, oh, I don't know, reliable manner in which to track the locations where the vehicles are then dumped leaving owners wandering the streets for days or weeks looking for their cars. You know, they could actually remember where they put the car and tell you, but that would be making it too easy. Because of that, some owners are forced to pay hefty fines and fees when their vehicles are moved to illegal spots and subsequently ticketed by the PPA. Then sometimes they're booted or towed again. Some vehicles have actually been moved once and moved a second time or then impounded for unpaid tickets. And if you think about the very notion of it, the fact that they take your vehicle from a legal parking spot and put it in an illegal parking spot, you didn't put it there. You should not be liable for that, obviously. And yet, it appears they do it because it generates money for somebody, somehow. So Alan, the guy we're talking about now, had his car courtesy towed twice in 2020. Both times, no one in the city had any idea where it was taken. He calls it an insane program. The first time he got lucky. He's walking around just looking for his car, and he found his car about a mile away. Luckily, it had not been ticketed. The second time, however, not so lucky. They found a a place to dump his car on a street where he didn't find it. And by the time he became aware of it, it had over $400 in tickets that the car had incurred. The car had $400 in tickets. So he had to pay the money because... Number one, he didn't know for sure who, who moved the car. And you might say, Steve, but well, we just heard you say this courtesy towing program. Well, the problem is there are three different entities that do this. The police department, the parking authority, and sometimes a private towing company. So if you don't even know which one of those three did it. How do you fight this? So how could he prove that he hadn't parked his car there? He said, I tried to fight the tickets, but I didn't have proof it was towed. It's almost like a shadow industry. feels like you're getting bullied. But here's where his experience takes a turn for the better. The city just offered him $15,000 to drop his claim. $15,000. Now, in May of 2021, he and three other drivers had sued the city in federal court as part of a potential class action aimed at forcing city government to fix the program. Uh, Joseph Cohn, who's part of the legal team, says there's a whole laundry list of improvements that can be made and we think should be made. Instead of doing it, however, the city's first offered each of the plaintiffs $15,000. So if you guys go away, we'll pay you, and we'll just kind of do business as usual. Allen and another plaintiff accepted the offer. The two other plaintiffs, according to the attorneys, are expected to reject the settlement and move forward with the class action. (laughs) City spokesperson declined to comment on the suit because it's ongoing. Keep in mind, it only takes one person to keep the case going. So, if three of them settle and one proceeds, they can still get it certified as a class. It's just that the three people who took the settlement couldn't be a member of the class because they'd already settled their claims. Everyone else who got their cars courtesy towed could be in that class. The uh, inquirer has been writing about this uh, problem with this courtesy tow issue for the past three years. Complaints continue to come in. Meanwhile, No one at the city appears to have taken any steps to fix this problem. So the attorney who's working on the case says, I'm not a computer expert, but it seems there are things you can do. He mentions Chicago, which has an online searchable database. And so the attorney says it should be relatively straightforward. Now, in case you're curious, since 2019, the PPA, which is one of the three entities that does this, has maintained a searchable database of cars it has towed, but the authority itself does not handle most courtesy tows. So most of them are done by the other two. So if you got lucky and your car had already been courtesy towed, if it was courtesy towed by the PPA, you could find it using this database if you knew about it. The lawsuit alleges violations of the 4th and 14th Amendments saying that their rights have been unreasonably and arbitrarily deprived And, of course, we're also talking about the property of their vehicles. One of the plaintiffs who's pushing ahead with a lawsuit is a public defender who was pulled over by police in New Jersey in 2020 and ordered out of her car at gunpoint. She's placed in handcuffs because police in New Jersey thought her car was stolen. The reason they thought the car was stolen is the car had been courtesy towed in West Philly, and she had reported it stolen as the police had advised. So, when she went out and looked for a car, she couldn't find it, found no record of being courtesy towed. So, she called the police and said, Well, the report is stolen. She did that, and later on, she got her car back, and then she got pulled over by police and uh, yanked out and handcuffed because her car was in the system of being stolen. Um, Long Beach Township police chief, in that case, said, My sergeant on the scene received information from Philly PD who said, go ahead, lock her up. It's a good arrest. My sergeant went the extra yard because she had the documentation. So she had documents to prove it was her car. They decided to not keep her locked up. But that's a problem. You get yanked out of your car like that and arrested. The inquiry reported on nearly identical cases otherwise. Another woman was pulled over in Virginia for driving her own car, which had been previously courtesy towed in Philadelphia. As for Allen, guy at the top of the story, he said he's glad the federal case against the city is continuing, but he couldn't pass up the $15,000. He has no idea where the city came up with that number. It's way more than he was expecting. Hearing $15,000, I couldn't even believe it, he said. And that's the thing. A lot of people say, Steve, you file a class action, you get a dollar and a coupon good for a, a, a new set of floor mats next time you change the oil in your car. Um, quite often, massive class actions do get settled that way. And You know, there's a whole spectrum of things that can happen. But this is one of the outcomes you can get. And if you are the named plaintiff in a class action, number one, they might try to buy you off at the beginning. But number two, sometimes the class action, as it proceeds, if the named plaintiffs have to do extra work, like testify or so on, quite often their attorneys can get extra money for the class reps for acting as class reps. So the class reps do often get compensated a little bit more. But here, it's a bit of a bump because of the fact, I suspect, that the city is thinking, hey, if we can get these four people to go away, the class action will disappear. Now I suspect that won't happen because of the publicity the story is getting. And also keep in mind that if they buy off three of them and one of them doesn't take the money, then the class action would still proceed and could get certified down the road so long as there's more people other than just these four, which we suspect there are. So that's an interesting point. A lot of times, an attorney would have looked at this and said, uh, we're going to make the offer. $15,000 a piece, but it's contingent on all four of you taking it. Doesn't look like they did that here. And right now, they might be kicking themselves that they didn't. Because pretty much other people out there and say, hey, I heard it's $15,000. I want my 15 grand. And so... Some attorneys might have even said it's $15,000 per person, assuming you all take it, and assuming you all sign NDAs, non-disclosure agreements. But that horse has left the barn. So we now know what it is. And like I said, they've offered the four people $15,000 apiece to go away. Two of them took the money. Two of them are proceeding. One of them is a public defender who is a little miffed that she got yanked out of her car at gunpoint and handcuffed because... Prior to this, she had to report the car stolen because of a courtesy tow, and of course, that's one of the worst euphemisms ever because it is such uh, a contradiction with what's actually happening in reality. So William Bender wrote this for the Inquirer.com. Christoph sent it to me. Philly pays thirty thousand dollars to two courtesy tow victims, but the class action suit will continue. Questions, comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye bye. Thank you for watching Latos Law. Go forwards, go sidewards, go upwards, but just don't go backwards.